0: Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channels, Matt Adams.
1: And welcome to the program, folks. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you are joining us. I am Matt Adams, Andrew Ray, and Dominic Scarano behind the glass, respectively, today. So in front of the media, in front of this week's Century Tournament of Champions, you had Scotty Scheffler, the recently deposed world number one and he had a really the interaction was great. I, I think it's been fun for all of us to get to know Scotty better. And so he was asked, remember, this is the first event of the year, and not that it's not going to happen every single week. The player's going to be asked about this battle between Live Golf and the PGA Tour. I'm sure the players are growing tired of talking about it. But Scotty Scheffler had a really good attitude about it when he was asked about. The live players, namely in this case, Bubba Watson being at the Masters tournament dinner as he's making plans. And so he had a funny response to that. He also spoke about uh, the PGA Tour and why the PGA Tour for him, he thinks, is the best platform that he should be on. And what his thoughts are for the season that lies in store the year ahead.
2: I haven't, so I haven't seen many of the live guys. I saw Bubba on vacation this year, and I told him that I was just going to have a separate table for him in the corner by himself. <laughs> <laughs> but only, only kidding, obviously. Um, in the in the world of golf, I think it's definitely a little sad what's happening, and uh, you know, it's kind of weird. This this week, I get to my locker, and um, my locker is next to Cam Smith's locker because he's a past champ here, and you know, he's not here, and so it's it's a little strange, but you know golf will move on i think this stuff just takes time and you know things will heal and we'll, we'll see what happens uh all of that stuff is, is not really for me i i can only show up and just try and play good golf and you know i'm not going to live anytime soon and so it's not it's not of a concern for me at the moment uh, i just want the tour to be the best the best thing possible the best product best for the fans and the best tournaments and so i, I believe that the more often we can get the best players together playing against each other and um it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I'm, I'm excited to get my next chance going down the stretch with Rory. You know, I'm excited to compete against Sam and Patrick and all the guys that I kind of went down the stretch with last year. And, you know, had a few wins and a few seconds, and you know, I'm excited to go back and, and do it again.
1: Scotty Scheffler addressing the Media at the Century Tournament Champions. In just a moment, we're going to go over for you the airtimes of how and when you can get the coverage coming up. This week, it is in prime time, which I think is fantastic. Scotty Scheffler currently is ranked number two behind Rory McElroy, as I was talking about earlier. If you look at his finishes, it's so impressive, right? Hero World Challenge. Because, he, remember, he had at the end of the year chances to still catch Rory, and he gave it a great run. He had to win the Hero World Challenge. He finished second, okay? The Cadence Bank Houston Open, uh, he ended up finishing tied for ninth. The Worldwide Technologies Championship at Mayakoba. He ended up finishing tied for third. So he already gave it a great fight to try to get world number one ranking back from Rory McElroy and nearly pulled it off, in fairness to him. CJ Cup, that was held in South Carolina, was, was kind of the outliner for him. He t- tied for 45th there, the tour championship. Uh, 72-hole scores, because for the world ranking, that's how they're going to look at it. A tie for 13th, and the BMW Championship, a tie for 3rd. So he certainly carried himself extremely well in terms of his ranking as world number one. Now, again, world number two. Now, Justin Thomas also addressed the media. He had a lot of different stuff to go through. He was talking about his practice, his practice philosophy, and more uh, the fact that he was, again— First event of the year, I, I, and I'm, I'm saying this because I have a suspicion that we as the consuming audience are also starting to get to a point where kind of, we're starting to roll our eyes a little bit at the constant series of questions about live, live, live. What do you think about live? What do you think about live? What do you think about uh, live? So he was asked about that, and he, he gave his response accordingly. You're going to hear it. And then more to the point in the time and place, because this is the first elevated event in this whole new structure of the PGA Tour, he was asked the question that Mark Carnival was alluding to yesterday when he was with us, is, okay, we see what the elevated events do and their merit and how it helps us from fan's perspective. So we know when all the top players in the world be competing against each other, we can literally put it in the calendar, and it's going to happen more often. Great. What does it do for the events that are not elevated events? And he commented accordingly about that. So here is Justin Thomas addressing the media from the same room.
3: For me, I think, and I kind of made this, I don't know if you want to call it a dedication or just more thing with myself, but I just, I really honestly just want to practice more. I mean, I feel like I practice really hard and I practice a lot, but I think, even if it's the days that I'm off, just going to do something for an hour, going to do something for 30 minutes, go using those days when I don't want to practice, when I feel like I can't get anything out of it, use that as a challenge of the days when maybe I get out to the golf course and I don't want to play. I mean, you know, I get excited to come out here every week, but I'm still human. All of us are human where we wake up and maybe don't want to do our job as much as other days. And I think those are the days that, you know, tiger had those days, but he would shoot 67 or eight on those days. Um, And I think that's, I'm trying to use those days at home as challenge of like, okay, maybe when I'm out on the road and it's Friday of Kapalua and I wake up and I'm just cranky or I'm not like in a mood to play and how can I flip a switch something in my head or what can I do to get myself focused? So it's just little things. I mean, for me, I feel like it's a lot of it's mental. If I can be in the right frame of mind and the right state of mind, I feel like I can manage my game well enough no matter how I'm playing within reason to at least be in contention somewhat. So it's trying to work on that. It could be. I think at the end of the day a lot of the a lot of the events aren't gonna change drastically. You know, they may lose one or two people here or there, but I think it's it's gonna be a great opportunity for a lot of other storylines. And I I think it's whether it's through a rotation of different events or um or guys winning for the first time and jump starting their career. I mean it, it just I, I think these events that are non elevated are, are definitely understand that they're not it they're not elevated. I understand that. But they're still PGA Tour war events, they're still gonna have same purses that the, that they have now. They're gonna be have opportunities for guys to play their way into Augusta, to play their way into the majors, to play their way into the events, whatever it is. And um it is unfortunate, and for both the events and the way they're perceived, because they're still great events. Um, I hope that that's not the case of that they get hurt too bad. But at the end of the day, that the, the guy's schedules, myself included, I don't think are really going to change that much. You know, it's if Tory Pines wasn't an elevated event and the purse was fifty dollars, like John Rahm's probably going to go play there because he's probably going to finish in the top five. You know what I mean? Or you look at a place like. Vegas and Patrick Cantley, like he plays really well there. And if it's a not an elevate, elevated event or whatever, there's a good chance he's going to go play. So at the end of the day, we feel like, or myself, feel like I go to events where I feel like I have a chance to win. And I think that's the majority uh, of the guys out here, their way of thinking about it. I mean, I, I think it's very clear I'm very hard on myself. Um, I'm not, I, I expect a lot of myself and I know that I can achieve a lot, but. I'm also one of those people um, that doesn't really like if people complain about something that they can control. And if I'm, call it, not driving it well, and I can look back and say, well, I hit drivers for five minutes last week. Like, that's nobody's fault but my own. It's not my dad's fault for not giving me the correct swing, whatever. Like, I can't can't expect something just because I feel like I deserve it or because I feel like I can do it. It's just something where it's like, look, if I want to become better in every aspect of my game, then maybe I do need to practice seven, eight hours a day. Or it's like if I want if I want to get better in that short range putt, short, you know, four or five feet, then like maybe I need to hit four or five footers. It's just little things of, of the difference of one thing that I may do one day could end up making the difference of, of me being comfortable out on the golf course and the difference of me being comfortable could then equate to me just – you know, executing better and, and performing better and which could equal more wins. And um, it could not be the answer, but it's just it's something that I know I can't complain about something that I don't like about my own game if I'm not putting in as much effort as I feel like I know I can. All right. Justin
1: Thomas, thank you, sir. Thanks. Justin Thomas is ranked eighth in the world, uh, giving him the same treatment as we did for uh, Scotty Scheffler, let's take a look at, I'm going to go back to the AT&T Byron Nelson the week before the PGA Championship. He ended up finishing tied for fifth there. At the PGA Championship, of course, he won his second major champion. Charles Schwab challenged his next start. He missed a cut. The RBC Canadian Open, he finished third. The U.S. Open tied for 37th. Then he missed the cut at the Genesis Scottish Open. At the Open at St. Andrews, he tied for 53rd, the FedEx St. Jude Championship, a tie for 13th, the BMW Championship, tie for 52nd, the Tour Championship. Again, this is based on the 72-hole scores for world ranking purposes. He tied. Uh, he finished fourth solo. The CJ Cup in South Carolina, tie for 40th, in the Hero World Challenge, he finished fifth in that one. Okay, some changes are on the way. We're we're spending so much time talking about, from a fan's perspective, what we like to see. Uh, again, as I mentioned to you, I can't wait for the coverage of the Tournament of Champions to kick off because the Century Tournament of Champions is in prime time. And I always think it's fun to get a glimpse of paradise, especially at this time of year when most of the country is thrust into the cold, uh, in the darkness. And so we get a chance to see the light and the sun and the blue and the beauty uh, while we watch some of the best players in the world compete. So. I'm excited about that which lies in store, but how and when and where you consume your golf, well, that's changing. Now, I realize that's not something new, but there is something new in terms of how you do it. We will discuss that more when we come back on the Fairways of Life show, which is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. They are the number one golf retailer In all of the land they are, yeah, because they have these big, beautiful stores spread out from coast to coast that they keep opening. And inside of those stores, you can find whatever your game needs. There's no doubt about that. What time of year do you start working in earnest on your game for the season that lies in store? Even though it's snowy and icy and cold out there right now, you go into that big, huge, beautiful store... And you can start working on your game right now. I'm not just talking about picking up something that you can wear or you can swing. I'm talking about something that you can learn from, get better at the game of golf. And now is the time to start working on it to get you ready for that golf form in the spring. Log on to pjtoursuperstore.com to get started and see where the closest story is to you. And more, more of us after this.
4: Nothing feels quite like hitting a PXG iron. That's because we use hollow body construction coupled with the thinnest club face in golf and a vibration-absorbing polymer. These technologies make hitting our irons feel soft as warm butter on a hot biscuit and create a bigger sweet spot, which means more forgiveness, better distance, and lower scores. Play PXG and see how sweet, real power, and incredible forgiveness can be. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, Period. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf.
0: It's as easy as 5-2-3. Doesn't get any easier. This Houdini Soul is like magic. When you just need to launch it. I wish more
4: of my pro-am partners had these. I wish more of everybody had these. Because golf is hard. So make it easier. Make it 5-2-3 easier. If there was a trophy for the most forgiving clubs, these would win every year. You want to talk about winning? You know he knows a bit about that.
2: Pound for
5: pound, nothing comes close.
2: This is the whiz. It tracks your swing in real time.
4: Got it. 101.
2: Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing.
0: Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The whiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing.
5: Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback.
0: Transition on plane.
5: That's the mic
1: drop. Delighted to welcome you back to the Fairways of Life show. Hope you guys are doing well from wherever around the globe you are catching the program today. I am Matt Adams. And as you guys know, who, for those of you who have watched the show with regularity since we launched back in, whoa, those many years ago in 2006, uh, the last year has been a really transitional year for the show. And, and we are massively thankful to all of you. For helping it happen. Uh, The show in this medium becoming a streaming television show, which I don't know if we've ever told you this because it's an interesting little wrinkle in the news right now, but the company that we use that takes our primary feed from this studio in Orlando and then redistributes it to all of these other touch points, they're actually based out of the Ukraine. And obviously when the war started about a year ago, we were very concerned about them as as friends, as people. Uh, we were also concerned about what it would mean in terms of how we distribute our product. And remarkably, again, I don't know where they're located exactly in the country, but th- we haven't had a hitch. It, it's it absolutely remarkable when you think about that uh, with what's going on in the world right now, and particularly in Ukraine. And so the streaming show really kind of blew up in terms of views people watching it through the bulk of the summer last year as people started to discover the show. So we were absolutely delighted that. And primarily it was coming from the audience uh, that we have on YouTube as I think people are getting more and more comfortable with, uh, used to consuming their product through that medium. Uh, the, The new app that Dom designed and we introduced last year also is doing extremely well. And in the new app, it has the audio side. That's the digital radio side. The biggest thing that changed, however, though, was last year. It was actually one year ago this week. We launched the Fairways of Life show as a weekend national television broadcast, and with with all the affiliates that we were able to bridge together, you can see them displayed here behind me on on the monitor. Uh, Andrew just put the them in there, which includes Direct TV and Bally uh, Sports, NBC Sports, etc. Uh, we were reaching. On a weekly basis, now that includes the, the premiere of the show on the weekend and then all of the other uh, shows throughout the course of the week, uh, it was reaching 118 million households a week. This is a television broadcast, not, not digital streaming. So, obviously, we are extremely excited about that, and it started to fundamentally change who we are and what we do in terms of the eyes of the, of the, the people that matter on the business side of what we do. Uh, whether I mean, we just got through... In December, Dom had us. We had meetings with everybody from Augusta National to the RNA to the USGA to the PGA Tour, et cetera. Uh, we have an exclusive uh, uh, content agreement with the PGA Tour that we're really proud of as well. So it all really took off. Well, the reason why I'm bringing this up to you right now is because this week we launched with yet another one of our new affiliates. We're launching on MSG Network, which is based out of New York City, and they cover, it, it, people hear that and they go, oh, so you're the tri-state area, you know, like Manhattan from from the, the city proper to parts of Connecticut, parts of New Jersey. No, they are now our largest affiliate because the area they cover is massive. MSG, just as an example, in the huge state that is New York, goes all the way up to Buffalo. So we're very excited about that. We're expanding our NBC Sports affiliate platform. We're expanding on Bally's, uh, dramatically expanding into the southeast. So if you heard me mention that number to you before, that the programming all told on a weekly basis was reaching 118 million in 2022. That number in 2023 is 180 million households on a weekly basis all told. And that's, again, on the television broadcast side, that's outside of what we do every day here on the streaming side. So we are incredibly excited about it, excited that we are able to share that with you because it launches uh, this week. So wherever you are watching us from, uh, if, you're, if you're watching us from the United States, please check your local listings for the Fairways of Life show, and you can see that program as well. Now, I am also really excited because one of the things we're trying to do, and we try to do this every week, is get you set up and where you can get your golf. So I'll tell you where you can find the PGA Tour. I'll tell you where and how you can hear it on PGA Tour radio. I'll tell you how and where you can hear it or see it, in that case, uh, PGA Tour Live ESPN+, uh, which, again, it, it, full disclosure, I'm also a part of that broadcast. But the PGA Tour recently released more news. We're talking about a renovation, if you will, to an application that you guys are likely already using to consume the PGA Tour. Well, the news is it just got better. This is from the official release from the PGA Tour. The Century Tournament Champions marks the formal launch of the PGA Tour's new mobile app, a complete rebuild, creating a more visual immersive, and intuitive experience. A new platform where prioritized prioritize visual stories, video content, and data-driven insight with a focus on individual athletes. Fans can personalize their experience for the home or on the go or at the course. Future capabilities include ticketing, gaming, streaming functionality with plans to feature innovations in shot tracking and augmented reality to highlight the storytelling aspect of the app. Several feature stories will hit this week, including an exclusive with Tom Kim, Tom Kim's New Reality, written by Cameron Morfitt. The app is the first of the PGA Tour's overhaul of its digital space with a new website forthcoming. Scott Gutterman is the Senior Vice President of Digital Operations for the PGA Tour. First of all, Scott, Happy New Year to you. Congratulations on the new app. I guess the first question for you is, why now? Why this? How is it going?
5: Oh, well, thank you, and Happy New Year to you. We're, we're really excited about what we've been doing. This has actually been well over a year in planning. Um, kind of as we were going through the pandemic, we had the, the plan to rebuild our platforms once we came out of our rights negotiations, um, which we did in, in early 2020. Um, and that really kicked off a process for us of spending time with our players, spending time with our fans, really looking forward to what we wanted to do with the apps and websites. We certainly have gotten lots of feedback over the years about what fans would like to see and the performance that they would like to see. Uh, out of the app. And so we really began to began the effort of working with a number of people to make sure that we were heading in the directions the fans wanted us to go into. And for us, what we heard you know pretty re- resolutely from both players and fans is number one, faster data. You know get them scoring faster, get them the update, you know get them update, get the updates for scoring in faster, uh, get video in faster, show, you make sure we're showing the you know fastest uh, most up-to-date highlights that we could provide, uh, and then go deeper, you know, provide you know deeper storytelling. Uh, provide deeper stats uh, and so that's what we're that's what we're doing now on the app is you know the launch of the app which we did kind of quietly at RSM uh, now we're getting ready for Century today and we're pretty excited to have uh, fans uh, get you know really get into it and see what we're about what we're about to uh, uh, present to them.
1: Yeah we're excited about it too we've had a chance to peruse it a little bit and as we're doing this interview you can see some of the screen captures that we grabbed from the app now. Now Scott, you already alluded to this, that the fact that when when people went on the prior app, the primary reason they were probably on there was to see the leaderboard. This experience, from the way that you just described it, from the release that I read to the world, it sounds like it's capable of being so much more, meaning whatever you are individually, we as fans are looking for, whether it's an individual player, whether it's shot uh, tracking, whatever it is that we're looking for, we have options fi- to find it easier and perhaps better in this new app.
5: Right, and that, that's exactly right. One of the first approaches was to sit down and say, how can we make the app a cleaner experience, an experience where where uh, data, scoring, stories are much more accessible. So we spend a lot of time with that. So that's when you'll see, like, now when you open up the app, you see a very clean uh, homepage. You see video uh, that's presented uh, right there at the top, a good stories uh, uh, approach, which you see on everything from TikTok to Instagram uh, and many other platforms now, which help us get to a deeper set of storytelling. You know, Tom Kim's story is a really good example of that this week. Uh, and so uh, that, that's a big part of it. The other part is, you know, we wanted to give fans more of what we didn't have. So, like, you know, what you're showing here is, you know, deeper good courses. You know, show fans how that, you know, how are players performing on that hole? How is that hole, you know, ranked amongst other holes there? So what are the stats on every single hole? So that's something we'll, we want to be able to present uh, and then again, here you're seeing some of the storytelling aspects of it as well too. And the other part that we heard is you know, with, with the rise of sports betting and the work that we do with our official betting operators, we've begun to work odds into our official leaderboards uh, on the app. We'll see that eventually on the website as well too at the end of the month. Uh, and then go deeper in here, we did a full redesign of shot tracker uh, as our uh, tourcast as well too, using a lot of new shot tracker data. Uh, across the platform and so you'll see a much cleaner look and feel a much a much deeper way to get to access you know data all the way down to uh, radar data swing data for you know every t shot and eventually with the way that we're going with uh, shot tracker and shot tracker 2.0 that's coming out uh, later this year you'll see even more data that will be available to our fans uh, and then of course we spent a lot of time with our players you're seeing much bigger player images um, you know getting you know, allowing our fans to get much closer to our players, so we spent a lot of time. I mean, we spent, you know, we spent time talking with Rory, uh, Justin Thomas, uh, John Rahm, uh, and you know, Max Homa, and probably you know, well over a hundred other players about what they want to see in the app. Because one of the things that we learned, um, which we kind of knew but we really learned, is how much the players use our app every single day as well. Too, the players are looking. You know, before they go out, they're looking to see how their their colleagues perform. Uh, they're looking at TourCast to see kind of you know, where are things going on certain holes during that day, and then. When they come back in, they're spending time with their coaches uh, on video. You know, looking at you know their different the different video that they have from every shot. If they've been on on uh, on uh, uh, every shot live like we do with the players. They'll get to see every single shot there. Or like this week or starting today with Tony uh, Finau and Collin where they'll be on ESPN Plus. You know, they'll get to see every shot after their round as well too. And We know that the guys are using that to get their next their next round.
1: Very cool stuff, Scott. You know, you obviously canvassed the players, canvassed the fans, had a sense of what everybody was looking for to make the experience even better. But I'm 100% certain that being the PGA Tour, you also brought in experts to talk about the direction that apps are going. And for a moment, I'd like to kind of tap into that if I can, because I'm curious what insights you learned that may have surprised you guys to go really People are willing to do that with an app, or interested in doing that in an app. So it gives us a sense of the road down the road where everything is going.
5: Sure. So we we were we definitely you know here we spend a lot of time thinking about how we can use technology to present golf, uh, but we do bring in expertise from the outside to help us you know understand what's going on in the larger scope of, of the media business as well as the sports business and what's happening. So we worked with a, a great firm called Work and Co from the very beginning that really. Uh, worked with us to establish a design set of principles, uh, a set of requirements that were based on what they were seeing in the industry, what they were seeing in helping us talk to our players, helping us talk to our fans, uh, and really helped us kind of expand our horizons about what we need to see. So about the creativity. So you really will see, and and we'll have more information about this later this month as we roll out the website at the end of the month, uh, that um, we've set up these design principles based on the way that fans want to interact with the data, the way they want to get to the leaderboard. First and foremost, the thing that we always want people to be able to do is get to the leaderboard as quickly as possible. That's where everybody spends all of their time. But the question there became, how do we let people go deeper into what they want to see about their players? And that's really mm-hmm. what work. That's one of the things that Work and Co helped us with. And then, you know, we have some great technology partners uh, that work with us. AWS uh, is a, you know is our official cloud provider here at the PJ Tour. CDW. Helps us with uh, our you know, collection of data for shot, uh, shot tracking uh, and, a, and a large number of other partners and vendors that really came in and helped us say, okay, this, if this is what you want to design for your fans, how fast can we make the experience? How quickly can we make the experience uh, happen? Because what we want is we want fans to be, you know, if they're sitting green side outside the roads, and you see a shot land, we want you to know how far they have to the hole on that green. If you're sitting at home, Uh, and you want to be able to know how far that shot went because you're not at the course. We want to make sure that play-by-play line is up on the app so that you'll be able to do that, or go into TorCast right away and see that point of view from the the player's point of view, how that next shot has to look. So uh, all of that has to be easily accessible, and doing that on on mobile apps, where you generally have a a three-and-a-half-inch screen, uh, it's tough tough to present depth uh, and get people to the right data.
1: That is so cool. I'm sitting here smiling as you're talking about it, Scott, because I'm hoping that the fans are realizing that the information that they can get now is pretty close to what we get when we're sitting in a broadcast booth uh, doing a broadcast and whether it's ESPN plus PGA tour live or, or golf channel, NBC, CBS, or any of your partners, et cetera. It's really cool that that exists. I, I, I am, it's too early for me to ask you about how the new app has been accepted as yet. Obviously, it's it's just being premiered, but I am curious about the history of the PGA Tour app up until this point. Is it something that that you find that in terms of its use, in terms of, of people that download the app, does it compound and is it going in a direction that you guys are excited about?
5: Yes. So we we even with the old app, we continue to see growth. Uh, 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 particularly you know as fans have become more and more second screen oriented. So there's there's been continued growth of the app, uh, and the app platforms uh, even with the with the old platform. Uh, The early feedback on this platform, both from fans and our players, is they really like the clean look and feel. Um, They're very excited about kind of the video. You know, this new it's not really new because Instagram and, and, and others have been doing, but this new video stories really allows you to kind of get in there and get a good summary um, and really see the best shots from our players and and the best from everything from our players uh, that uh, uh, really allows you, I think, to have a deeper sense of access, which is the early feedback that we've received so far Uh, right now we're getting ready for century today. So we'll, we'll start getting a lot of really good feedback now and in the coming weeks. And I think one of the things that I'm, Probably most excited about is the infrastructure in which we built everything is going to allow us to be more flexible to respond to what we learn um, and to continually update and make changes and make the app, app experience and the coming web experience better.
1: And don't forget, folks, you can pick up the new PGA Tour app wherever you get your app for your mobile devices uh, in more, and tablets, et cetera. So, Scott, I am going to ask you about it just because it was in the release that I read to the world and you've mentioned it a couple of times. You guys are working on a rebuild of the website as well. Websites generally tend to be a much larger rebuild just because of the platform that they're on. Can you give us a little bit of a preview of of what's in store?
5: Yeah, so we're we're real excited about a couple of things with the website, and you're exactly right. It's much deeper, uh, it's much broader. That's you know, right now the web like you can get a lot more stats out of our uh, out of our apps now than you ever could, and you, that that will continue to, to grow. But our website is kind of the definitive source of every stat, everything you want to know about every player and every shot that's on the PGA Tour. Uh, if you want to have a little bit of bigger experience on your desktop, that's a great place to start. Uh, so you'll you'll see deeper data there. Um, one of the things that you'll see in both the apps and the website uh, later this year, or actually as we get towards the Players' Championship, um, and that's actually that's, this is the uh, site that we'll be moving on from. This is the old site. Uh, but the, uh, one of the things we'll be doing is having multiple live leaderboards. Right now we have a main leaderboard mm-hmm. um, that you see there uh, at the bottom left, which shows you kind of the traditional scoring and traditional stats. Uh, but look for us in, as we get to the Players' Championship to roll out what, what will be on the app will be new horizontal leaderboards where you'll turn the, the, the phone on the landscape point of view. Uh, you'll have a live strokes gained leaderboard. Um, you'll have a live stats leaderboard. Uh, and you'll have a, a couple of other live leaderboards that will be completely new. So if you really want to watch, go beyond the depth of, of just basic scoring and see how somebody's stats uh, and their strokes gained is impacting their uh, uh, competition against the field, the broader field, you'll be able to actually see that live. Um, And that's something that we're going to be presenting on both the website and the apps as we get towards the Players' Championship and we continue to progressively roll out new functions.
1: Scott, it's really exciting. We're, we're happy that you guys have done this for our collective benefit. Uh, really excited for you guys that it's starting to connect with people just now. Uh, be sure to check out, folks, the brand new PGA Tour app. If you're listening to us from wherever that you are around the globe, make sure that you download it if you don't already have it, and you can immediately start to take advantage of all these things that Scott Gutterman, who is the Senior Vice President of Digital Operations for the PGA Tour is sharing with us now. And just a few short weeks down the road, we're going to be talking about the new website as well. Scott, thank you for your time. It's always good to see you.
5: Great. Thank you, Matt.
1: Folks, the PGA Tour uh, is, is something that's very important to, obviously, all of us for all that they have in store. That includes the coverage of the start of this season, the Century Tournament of champions. Now, the Century Tournament of Champions coverage kicks off at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Golf Channel. That will be the same start time, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, tomorrow as well. On Saturday at 4 p.m. on NBC, then it kicks over to Golf Channel at 6 p.m. Same schedule on Sunday, 4 p.m. on NBC, six, it kicks over to Golf Channel. At 6 p.m., PGA Tour Live starts at 2:15 p.m. today, same time uh, on Friday. Actually, a little bit later, 2:30 p.m. And PGA Tour Radio will start at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, both today and tomorrow. When we come back, we're going to be joined by a multiple-time winner on the PGA Tour and a friend of the Fairways of Life Show. The Fairways of Life Show is presented by Dewiz. Log on to dewizgolf.com and see this new incredible wearable technology that will help you know that your feel is actually real, whether it's on the device itself that gives you the feedback or whether that feedback is coming to you through the app. Uh, You can get information that you've never been able to get before, have clarity in your game you've never been able to get before, train your game, and practice in a way that you never have been able to before because this technology has never existed before. It is absolutely amazing. Take advantage of it just like some really big names in the world of golf are doing. dwizgolf.com More after this. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one
4: subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career.
2: I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments.
4: Bridgestone
1: Boeing golf truly offers an unrivaled michigan golf vacation experience just log on to boing this is the Wiz. it tracks your swing in real
2: time
4: got it one zero one gives
2: you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing
0: transition plus 4.2 inches length of backswing 50.3 inches
1: the ways that really helped me to keep that consistent swing
5: Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback.
4: Transition on plane.
5: That's the mic drop.
0: Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA TOUR Superstore. Nothing feels quite like hitting a PXG iron. That's because
4: we use hollow body construction coupled with the thinnest club face in golf and a vibration absorbing polymer. These technologies make hitting our irons feel soft as warm butter on a hot biscuit and create a bigger sweet spot which means more forgiveness, better distance and lower scores play PXG and see how sweet real power and incredible forgiveness can be. PXG, nobody
1: makes golf clubs the way we do, period. looks like ben hogan is in agreement as we welcome you back to the fairways of life show pleasure to have your company as ever it's always a pleasure to be joined by tour players especially of the stature of brendan todd who's won on the pga tour multiple times he's also won on the corn furry tour he has 225 Career starts on the PGA Tour, or 255, I beg your pardon. I wonder how that number hits Brendan Tide when he hears that, because that's pretty strong. 23 career top tens, third of the PGA Tour last year in strokes game putting. That's extremely strong as well, and a great start to this wraparound season, the last with two top tens already in six events, including the Fortinet and the CJ. Cup. He's a University of Georgia grad, so I'm sure he's pretty happy about what's going on with his school's football team as well. Brent, it's good to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks
6: for having me on, Matt. It's Go always dogs. a pleasure. Yes, sir. Well, Go dogs! Well, yeah, like you said, uh, that uh, uh, Peach ball game was really exciting. It's, it's where some of my voice went um, as we were up late watching and cheering hard. So, uh, you know, we're really excited about Georgia football right now and the upcoming PJ Tour season.
1: That's awesome. How much time have you been able to spend during the holiday period here uh, kind of chilling, spending time with family and friends and relaxing a little bit?
6: Quite a bit. Um, we went straight from the RSM Classic to the Dominican Republic with my wife's family and had a great vacation. And then um, I had one little work trip early December. And after that, I've really been home, hanging out with the kids. I uh, had my parents in town for Christmas and so, you know, it's just been a lot of great family time. We had some pretty cold weather early December, which helped me take some time off as well.
1: That's awesome. Where is this photo from? It looks like a big gingerbread house or something behind you. Yeah, that's at um,
6: the Rich Carlton at Reynolds at yeah, Lake Oconee. Uh, it's just a great place for us to go hang out. Uh, it's one hour south of our house here in Athens. It's where my wife and I got married, and they do a really cool oh, nice. uh, Christmas celebration down there. They have a um, Santa Claus, Breakfast with Santa, awesome gingerbread house there in the middle of the lobby, and then uh, my kids got to make some gingerbread houses and just have some fun.
1: You know, we hear all the time <laughs> that when you guys, whether we're talking about you taking a week off in between starts, or a couple weeks, or in this case, uh, an extended period of time during the holidays, that you come back refreshed, you come back ready to go. I'm curious, from your perspective, is that actually the case? Do you come back with the thirst, a desire to go out there and compete? Again, do you feel better rested, and how do you feel traditionally in the body of work that you have that that's helped your game right out of the gate?
6: Absolutely, um, I would say every off season is a great time to just rest, be with family, and kind of regenerate. Um, you know the the passion for competition, and you know our off seasons aren't very long. This one was only about seven weeks for me, <clears throat> and um, you know if I play well enough this coming year and make the top seven in the FedEx Cup. Uh, I could potentially have more time off next fall as the season will end end of August. So could potentially have four months and I could place, you know, a little bit in the fall if I want to. So that's actually something that really excites me, you know, as uh PGA tour players, historically, we haven't had a lot of time to coach our kids, baseball teams or basketball teams because yeah. we're usually traveling too much during those seasons. So, you know, if I could have one chunk of time off that's three or four months long, that would be something I would welcome, just to get more quality time with the kids. Um, you know, I potentially make improvements in my game. You know, like this this off offseason, uh, I've worked hard in the gym. Um, this company, Proteus, lent me a machine that tracks uh, power acceleration in the gym. So that's been really exciting. I'm trying to uh, just get a little bit stronger and uh, allow my body to maybe have a little more power throughout the season because I'm, I'm one of the short hitters on tour. So every little bit that I can gain could help me a lot. Um, potentially lower my scoring average, give me more chances to win. So I think time off is, is important for us, um, for all athletes, but especially golfers. And, uh, you know, I think this year with the exciting new PGA Tour schedule, I'm, I'm really, really excited to get back out there and go play.
1: It's interesting that, uh, Brendan, as you're talking about working on your body and working on strength, uh, thus working on speed, etc. you're 37 years old, as I mentioned. And there was a time when a player in their middle thirties would be looked upon as absolutely being at the pinnacle of their, you know, golfing prowess, if you will, the world today in professional golf at 37 years old, I am kind of curious if at times you kind of feel like the old guy yelling at the young guys to get off your lawn.
6: (laughs) Well, you know, when you say I played 255 events, um, you know, that sounds like a lot. It does make me feel a little bit old, but, You know, I think it makes me feel experienced and that's something I would say I have in my game that uh, I lean heavily on now is that, you know, I feel like my game is good enough to compete uh, most weeks on tour and definitely throughout the season. And, um, you know, I feel like I don't have to necessarily prepare perfectly or have, you know, my best golf to contend out there like maybe I did when I was younger. And so, you know, I think 37, um, I'm definitely older than the average on the PGA Tour. But with technology, uh, with the trackmans, with, um, you know, better equipment and better training programs, I feel like I'm going to have longevity in my career. And the experience that I have is actually what I lean on week in and week out.
1: Sure. And all you have to do is is look up the hill a little bit at uh, a guy that's older than you and Stuart Sink and how, heck, just like you're trying to do, he's gotten longer as he's gotten older and continues to compete out there very, very well. And you guys have kind of similar frames and and that as well. I want to ask you about something else. Strokes game putting to be such a good putter is such a coveted thing. Now you you had mentioned earlier that you're not one of the longest hitters of the golf ball. Okay. Uh, But would you trade it for what you can do with the flat stick? I sure doubt that. So here's my question for you, Brandon, from a philosophy, from a putting philosophy What is it for you? How would you define it? You know, I
6: think it's um, having a really consistent mindset for every putt that speed is very important because where you leave your, your first putt determines if you're going to either hold that putt or make the next one. So I think having really consistent speed that gets the golf ball to the hole as often as you can, but doesn't run it past um, to put yourself in a situation where you could potentially three putt. And so, that's why you hear so many professional golfers and coaches talk about how important speed is in putting. Uh, speed also determines your read. And so I think that having great start line control and speed on the greens is, is vital to being a great putter. Um, you know, and I like to practice it. But putting's one of those things that, you know, I could go out there and putt all day and, and create little drills for myself uh, that I'm trying to beat a certain score or make a certain number in a row, and that's something I really enjoy.
1: And what putter are you using right now? And is it a putter that you've had with you for a while? Yeah, so
6: I'm using the sick putter um, that I've been using for the last few years. It's got a little plumber's neck, uh, pretty traditional style putter. Same one I won Bermuda and Mayakoba with in 2019. So, you know, not mixing it up too much. I do do tinker around a little bit when I'm at home and just try other things to see uh, if it either gives me greater capacity for putting or uh, maybe I find something that, that I really love because I have used three or four different putters in my career and, and had great success with multiple multiple putters.
1: It's awesome. As you know, when you come on with us, Brendan, our way of saying thank you to you is to ask you about who your sponsors are so that you can you can spread a little love there. Want to tell us coming into 23 uh, who you're associated with?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that, Matt. Um, Cisco has been with me for two or three years. They're obviously uh, leading... Uh, networking and digital company in the world. Um, they've really upped their cybersecurity lately and that's that's uh, really helping them a lot with their business. Uh, Cozen O'Connor is a new sponsor, uh, big law firm out of Philadelphia. NatureWorks here on my right chest is a biodegradable plastics company um, and they've been with me for a couple of years. So I'm really proud and happy to, to partner with these companies. Um, you know, it's great to have, have support behind me and uh, you know, help other people grow their brains.
1: Uh, Brendan, we have spoken in the past about the way that you have fought through a a game of golf that has peaks, but it also has valleys, uh, to be back to the top of the game from the perspective of where you are in the PGA Tour, from the perspective of wins on the PGA Tour in recent years, etc. I'd love to end this interview today with asking you, to speak to the world, we're reaching people that I guarantee you there's someone that's harboring some hope in their heart that that are probably hitting some of life's obstacles. What message do you have to that person about carrying on and fighting through and grinding it out until you succeed?
6: Yeah, I mean I think it's so important um, in sports, but more more important in life that uh, you know you have that that belief in yourself, <clears throat> that self confidence to persevere, and that when things aren't going the way you want them to, to reach out for help, you know, whether that's um, a psychologist or a friend or a family member or a mentor, you know, I think that that's a philosophy that we all need to have, whether it's going to church and just getting a little bit of a little peace in your life. Um, You know, there's just nothing better than perseverance. And uh, I think it takes a little bit of discipline to have it, but you know, it's something that can be worked on and cultivated. And I just encourage anybody out there, whether they're working on their golf game or their mental health to, uh, you know, have confidence in themselves, reach out for help, and try to create a plan for improving going forwards.
1: Awesome, brother. Cannot wait to see you playing in Hawaii. Great to see you so excited about the year that lies in store. We're excited for you, too. We wish you the very, very best. I appreciate it, Matt. Have a great day. It was awesome to see you. And, folks, it is always awesome to see all of you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Fairways of Life show. And until we are together again, We say goodbye for now.